Baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's the morning. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Well, they're probably not listening. <laughs> they might be. They might be. That's when I would listen. Good timing whenever it is your time. Those people that are still commuting to work, this is for you. Good morning. Yeah, this is a this is a new one for us. Usually we record in the evening and uh, most of the time there is alcohol involved. Um, this time we decided to switch things up and start recording in the morning. We're on our second pot of coffee, so we're all caffeinated up. But you know what I did? You put some alcohol in the coffee. No. <laughs> alcohol fuels my power cells. <laughs> wow, that would have been a little much. No, I did make decaf. No alcohol? This place sucks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. Well, I just felt like we didn't need to be all drugged up, bouncing off the walls. I'm already crazy as it is. Yeah, but it's the morning. I need my coffee. You already had two cups. Yes. And decaf is not non-caffeinated. It still has... Well, it's not half-calf. No. I w- thought about doing half-calf, but it was, it was too much of an effort. Because the decaf is already ground, and then the regular is not. Yeah, because we grind that ourselves. Yeah. Because we're snobby coffee people. Ew, well, we don't like physically do it like with our hands. We use a machine. I wish we did. I wish I had like a, a hand, hand grinder. Yeah, like a hand burr grinder. Oh, well, no, to like, nerd yeah, out where, on, like on where coffee. you twist it. But like I'm saying, like we didn't like put it in a bowl and like muddle it. <laughs> Does anybody do that? It's like, you know, like when people grind like That's like pepper and hipster stuff. to like the new level where it's like I use a, a pestle and mortar. I use my muscles. <laughs> to grind my coffee <laughs> in the morning. my coffee every morning. Jesus. Yeah. I feel like I'm drunk. Like, I feel very... <laughs> Told you there's alcohol in like, the coffee. I feel very, like, enthusiastic right now. Well, that's great. And maybe this is a new thing. Maybe we do morning cup of coffee yeah. and podcast. Yeah, wow. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You know what? Keep your door open. Yeah, leave a leave a crack in that door. Leave a crack in that door. It doesn't have to be a nighttime record sesh with alcohol. It can be a morning time sesh. Yeah. It could be an afternoon sesh with coffee hour. Yeah. Um, so, what's going on with you? Anything new? Um, nope. <laughs> nope. Same, same old, same old. Still out of work. Um, we took a uh, mm, a little break from drinking last night. Was our did. first alcoholic beverage in double digits? Mm, Maybe not. It was at least a week. It was since last, like last Monday was our first day. So Monday to Monday is seven days plus Tuesdays, eight days. Math is a wonderful thing. <laughs> oh, no, we drank yesterday. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we drank again but yesterday. We, but we only had one seltzer. That yeah. was Like that was it. But we hadn't had any alcohol for at least a week. For a week. For one yeah. week. Yeah. Took the week off. Yeah. Well, all right. Good for you guys. But. I feel like I feel like I was just starting to feel really good. And then we uh we brought it back down. Yeah, and then and then we went like we we had high carb day plus alcohol. Yes. Yes we did. But, but it had damn been- it, I deserved it. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. You did. Um other things, just to recap what's been going on uh since the last time we recorded. Um, and specifically, the last episode that dropped, we didn't talk anything about what's going on in the world. 
So we're kind of jumping back on it. Did we not at all? No, because it was the the not so newlywed game. Oh yeah. But anyways, um, Kamala Harris officially got the uh, the nod for running with Joe Biden. Yeah. She's going to be VP yeah. if uh, if they get elected. Yeah. Um, I feel like for the most part, people seem the general reaction. Ugh, the general reaction to the, okay let me let me try that one more time <laughs> Baby, i feel like it's people a, it's okay because it's the morning i feel like so for like, the most part people are pretty happy about that i mean yeah definitely diverse you have a woman she's the first black female to ever be on you know a presidential candidates like ticket mm-hmm. so that's that's huge yeah um but on the other side, if you start looking at, you know, the deep, dark interwebs and uh, look on the forums and Reddit, a lot of people not so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is specifically because of her track record when she was the attorney general um, in California, mm-hmm. specifically with things like marijuana and locking people up. And right now, it's also not the most popular time in the world to have a law enforcement background like she has. So the super progressive very left-leaning uh, people are not happy and people are kind of being babies and they're like, well, shit, I'm not even going to vote now. Mm-hmm. Like, you just lost my vote. I'm not going to vote for the orange guy and I'm not going to vote for Biden either, so I'm just going to sit this one out. And it's like, it's exactly why we're in the position that we are currently yeah. in. So that yeah. doesn't help anything. Yeah, I do. And I do want to come out and say that um, I feel like we personally don't have any particular stance on her because we don't really know enough about her like we really haven't done our due diligence yet to like really dive in and research her which we plan to do like i think in the next you know couple days i know that we have we've done very surface level research and we've heard other people's opinions of her yeah but i don't i truthfully do not know enough about her to have a legitimate opinion about her well i will say this after looking at what the criticisms were of her and her track record when she was attorney general. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like there's been a big difference of how she's gone about things with her time being a senator. Mm-hmm. Like um, her time being attorney general versus her yes, time being a senator. Different. Yeah. If you look at, you know, and this is to kind of appeal to like the really progressive left, mm-hmm. is that, you know, 93% of the time she has voted with Bernie, Bernie. Mm-hmm. on certain, you know, subjects. So yeah. there's been a, there's been a, a a substantial difference between policy making when she was the uh, attorney general to being a senator. So yeah, um, but yeah, we we definitely haven't we, looked yeah, into we things plan as to much. Dive in more over the next few days, so that way we can better educate ourselves on her. And um, but ultimately, um, regardless of what we find out about her, I think that it would never stand in the way of us voting Biden. Yeah, I mean, Biden wouldn't have been my first choice. No, for, I don't you know, think he's anybody's first yeah, choice. But don't do like, nothing, though. Don't yeah. just sit on the couch and be like, I'm going to sit this election out. Yeah, and you know, it's important like, to go out and vote. Voting changes the world, literally. Yeah. Um, and in other news, another big thing that uh, kind of happened since the last time that we recorded is that, uh, you know, Trump has launched his first wave of attack the all-out war on uh tiktok oh yeah so uh yeah trump signed an executive order which is kind of 
It's, it's totally a power move. Like, well, yeah, he literally is like blackmailing, like threatening. Yeah, it's totally just a, a threat. Like when you look at what the executive order actually is mm-hmm. and you try to like read what it calls for, like you can still download TikTok right yeah. now. You Well, and but, it says specifically the order is that if you don't, that if they don't sell the like American part of it to a big company like Microsoft, then they're going to ban it in America. Well, so the whole thing is that there's concern over basically our data being sold to China because TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. And obviously, there's a lot of tensions between the US and China right now. So wait, what? Yeah, you don't say. (laughs) Really, what it is, is because TikTok totally sidelined Trump and the Tulsa rally and they booked like millions of tickets because of TikTok and now Trump's super pissed and he's like we got to ban TikTok. We spoke with a couple of TikTok kids who told us they successfully trolled the president. Yeah but also like that wasn't TikTok that did it it was people. But that's that was the platform that was used but yeah, anyways it was genius. the executive order is super like unclear as what it actually does but what it does say is that um, TikTok needs to sell its U.S. assets to an yeah. American company. Um, Microsoft has been the one that's kind of thrown out there to maybe take over that. But mm-hmm. um, the executive order basically will ban all transactions on the U.S. side. And that's kind of what's like, nobody really knows what that means. Is like, Does that mean that it's going to be off of like the App Store or Google Play Store? Mm-hmm. Does that mean that any money that is being made through U.S. viewers isn't going to be, you know, forwarded? But um, if... If TikTok doesn't sell that U.S. asset to an American company, then those transactions are going to be blocked from the U.S. You know, you kind of had a funny take on all this. This was the first position that you had um, of something that Donald Trump did that you were like in favor for. Because we've always talked shit about TikTok because we really don't understand the appeal of it. But I also feel like that's not very fair because we've never actually given it a chance yeah. and really seen what it's all about. But yeah. from what I've seen, like on places where I'm not looking to find TikToks when it's been posted, uh, it, it just I seems... Every see a TikTok, I just cringe. Yeah, it seems so cringy every single time. It's yeah. just awkward. Yeah. It's just awkward. Maybe like that's the point. Maybe that's the draw is people... people it's like an obvious... Like people know that it's cringy and that's why people like to watch it. I don't know. So what I thought might be fun just to, you know, to keep a crack in our door yeah, is maybe maybe we'll actually download TikTok. We'll watch a couple compilations. Okay. We'll try to get the feel of what this all the hype is about this. All right. And uh, I don't know, have an actual opinion yeah. that we have off of facts versus just like yeah. not really knowing anything and talking shit about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be um, back. I'm going to download the app. Right now, All right. on my phone. Yeah, I'm not doing it on my phone. That's fine. I'll I'll sell my data to the Chinese government. Yeah, I don't. Want I have them nothing to, s- to hide. I don't want them to have mine. I have a lot to hide. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I I don't have a lot. To so bam, hide. currently downloading. Ew. Right now. Gross. Yeah. Well, so stick stick around. Hang tight. And we're going to download TikTok, we're going to watch some videos, and we're going to try to form an actual legitimate opinion. Stay tuned. And I want you to know that I love you so, you're my best friend. Yeah, that's going to be like 30 minutes of our life we're never going to get back. I feel like that was almost an hour. 
my brain feels completely like dumbed. Yes, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, we 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 did our due diligence. We downloaded the app. We watched like a good hundred videos. Yeah, we watched a ton of videos on the app, and then we looked for like compilations on like YouTube and tried to do due diligence there. Like, in these YouTube videos had like fifteen million views, five million views, like very very popular videos, and uh i just the cringe is unreal yeah and it's so bad and i will say there was maybe like one video out of like every hundred that maybe got like i was like oh that's like either like oh that's really cool like oh that was kind of funny but it was all videos that like were just straight up videos they weren't videos trying to be something else or like trying to be funny or like had any sort of dubbing whatsoever um yeah like one video was like literally just like a a husband and wife who like held hands and like molded their hands like in a clay mold thing and it was like kind of a cool video we're like oh that's kind of cool and then like there was one like animal like video that got like a little chuckle on me but everything else i was just like i don't get it i what yeah well I still don't get it. It's it's not for me. I don't understand what the appeal is. Like you look at the amount of likes on some of these videos, there's just like they're so stupid and they're just like so cringy. You know what the thing is with these videos is like for me, humor is very hard mm-hmm. for me to like think something's funny. I don't mm-hmm. know if people just laugh at anything mm-hmm. these days, but yeah. like everybody's trying to do these bits where they think they're comedians. Yeah. And it is so awkward and so cringy. Yeah. And that's like what the majority of those videos were. It was either well, like dancing videos or like, you know, there was the tips like in little craft things here and there. And then it was like people doing these skits, these yeah. little bits. They were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, and that's, I feel like for me, like that's just comedy in general. Like comedy is never funny when like it's blatantly obvious, like forced comedy. Like it's not like that. That defeats the whole purpose of comedy. Like it like completely yeah. goes out the window. Like like yeah, like you can't it's like going to watch like like stand up. Like if something feels so blatantly like forced and you're just like, oh, you're like clearly trying too hard, like it's not funny. But when something feels very like authentic and casual and just like kind of off the cusp, and then like that's usually where you can get something that's a little bit more funny. But that's the thing is none of these videos are off the cusp. They're so planned. Yeah, everything's so, so staged. They're so staged. They're so well, because that's exactly what it is. It's like everyone's trying to be like an internet star. And so there go there's so much like intention that goes behind them and it just loses like its factor of like authenticity. Like nothing is authentic. Yeah. I it's so I annoying. don't get it. It's not for me. If, if you're into TikTok and you're a listener, um, send us a DM. Yeah. What are we missing here? Yeah. Because I don't get it. I, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I think out of the couple hundred videos that we watched, maybe I got a chuckle out of like three. Like but, maybe. Like yeah. maybe. It's just, oh, like my brain legitimately feels just like totally drained after watching like 45 minutes of tiktok videos like i just feel like i have lost all my like enthusiasm that i like literally just had prior 
Like, I just feel like, oh, dear Lord. Everybody seems to love TikTok. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go out and say, I think TikTok is garbage. Hot take. I think TikTok is like every other social media platform. I think it's fucking poison. I think we should just get into the social media stuff in general. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, like, Leah, I guess we can just get into this first. Um, more of the deep dive is, um, I think, social media, I th- f- pretty much all of it, is complete, like, poison. Um, you know, it definitely, for me, it started with Facebook, for sure. You know, we've been off of Facebook for several years now. We both still have a Facebook, which is, like, at this point, I'm just like, why the fuck do I even have one? I just need to fucking delete it because anytime I log on on the occasional, you know, moment or whatever, it sends me down this fucking deep spiral. And I mean, it, it's like within seconds. It's like I log on to Facebook because, you know, because I technically still have it. So I don't go on like I don't have the app. I'm not going on it regularly, but I go on every once in a blue moon. And before I know it, within like 30 seconds, the first things that I see on my feed, I am either depressed, I'm upset, I'm enraged. I'm like, it's just this quick hit. Well, here's the thing with like Facebook versus other social media platforms is like every post on Facebook is always super like divisive. It's very like it's it's always negative content. It's never like bringing anything up. It's always trying to knock something else down. Mm-hmm. Like I never see, you know, like at least like on TikTok or something, it's not people, you know, trying to blast their opinion and put down others like, yeah. you know, with their beliefs. Yeah. It's, you know, creative content or yeah. whatever. I don't personally find funny or whatever, but at least like you go on Facebook, you you go through the 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 feed and it's just people blasting out like a toxic opinion. And then the comments start rolling in and then just like non-factual stuff. And it's just like a war zone. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Well, it's not even that. It's not, it, it's not even just that. Like that's only just a fraction of it because not every post every person is posting is a negative opinion. Like some of it is a, like a positive opinion, but it's so negative to someone else, right? So yeah, that's it's what I'm like, saying. It's always divisive. It's like... Yeah. And it's just, it's just one of those things that like social media websites, especially Facebook, but all social media websites, they are designed to keep you on their site for as long as possible. So the more time you are spending on their site, the more they're able to put ads up, the more they're able to, you know, like flood all these advertisements, which means more money for them. So their algorithm is specifically designed to hold your attention, to keep you on for as long as they possibly can. You know, so it's like for some people, I guarantee you people would you know, probably intend to like go on for just a quick minute, just like do a quick little update, do a quick little, you know, let me just, let me just get a quick little, you know, see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And before they know it, it's been 10 minutes before they know it, it's been 20 minutes and then it's been 45 minutes. Then it's been two hours. And it's like, holy shit. Like a lot of people probably don't intend to be on that long, but they do such an incredibly brilliant job 
at keeping you on for as long as possible. And not only that, but they're so integrated now. So like you, you make some sort of action on Facebook and that Mm -hmm. now influences your YouTube feed. It influences your Instagram feed. It influences, they're all integrated. Well, let's even talk about like, even beyond that, like things that get integrated. It's like, you don't even have to search anything anymore or like anything. Yeah. You straight up just say something and your phone will hear that. And the next thing you know, you have all these ads for something that you've never searched. You never even talked about, but you brought it up one time. It's like, okay, like that, I'm supposed to think that's some coincidence. Like, no, they're for sure listening in. Well, yeah. And it's like, you know, like I have mixed opinions about that because I I get the I get the intention behind it. Obviously, it is to create a better user experience. Um, it's to create convenience. It's like, oh, you were just talking about Bon Viv. Let me give you an advertisement for Bon Viv. Now you can check them out like yeah. easily, readily, like without having to consciously go into Google and search them or, or whatever. Um, I get that, but again, that's where the danger comes in because oh, totally. now because now they've got you on for longer than you intended to be on there for. I get I get like the intention of social media companies that integrate that, you know, to get a better user experience mm-hmm. or, you know, promote certain things, but you know, that is a dangerous thing when you yeah. start talking about privacy. Yeah. That anything that you say is going to be recorded one way or another and, you know, I don't trust in our current situation that that's going to be under like good intentions. Yeah. Well, and, you know, on another point, it's like um, there have been studies that have shown that um, posts with more, like with more intensified verbiage and language, like are more likely to get shared more, even Mm -hmm. if they're not factual, even if they're not true. Pepsi had aborted babies, like the little fecal cells inside of their flavoring. And so it's like, that's like, you know, a few years ago when we had, you know, all the stuff coming out about like Russia interfering, like through Facebook posts and all this stuff is like all their posts that they created, they used very extreme verbiage. And like, those are the things that like got shared the most and got put around the most. And the thing is, is again, with the algorithm is like, the more you like something, the more you share something, the more it starts to read that like this is what content you like and this is what like what you're interested in. Oh, I like this. Yes. <laughs> or like even if you post something, the more you get like a comment on it or the more likes you get, then it shows like, okay, this is what your audience likes. So yeah. what happens is it goes from starting out super well-rounded, right? You have thoughts on all ends of the spectrum but the more and more that you like content that you like and the more that you follow pages and subscribe and you know block content that you don't want to see the more that your feed becomes completely catered to you and your thoughts and it blocks out anyone else's difference of opinion so you're left with a platform that no longer challenges you and you're left with a platform that is continually just feeding off of each other. Like it's just growing this bigger and bigger, like intensified opinion, you yeah. know, and that's that's the dangerous part. And, and, and this is for both ends of the spectrum, left or right. The more intensified opinion that you have on your side without being able to even entertain thoughts 
that go against what you believe. It's like that's how you stunt your growth as a human. That crack in your door closed. It's completely closed, you know, and it is. It's like, um, like. I watched this video on YouTube that talked all about social media and there is this expert who um, studies like our brains as humans and kind of like how we react to social media specifically. And he talked about how like we as humans, like we we're, we're social animals like at our roots and we're constantly looking for reinforcement. And so what happens is the more and more that like you're putting something out there and you're getting that attention back, like it's like this dopamine rush that like occurs in our brain and it's it's just becomes highly, highly addictive. Mm -hmm. And like that's the big issue that I have with social media is like this, like being so aware of like how so highly addictive it is. And I'm talking about all social media. And yes, like we are on Instagram. Um, Like I personally have been trying to make like a conscious effort to like lessen my time on Instagram because for me, like when I first got off of Facebook, I started to recognize these like really dangerous signals that were presenting themselves, in my opinion, on Facebook. And so I got off. And I was like all about Instagram. I'm like, Instagram is so nice. It's not a bunch of people forcing their opinions out into like everyone else's faces. Like it's just like nice pictures, like what I did for the day or like whatever. And it felt so nice and innocent. And I think that it was for a long time. But now you start seeing everything else, that toxic stuff start coming into Instagram. Yeah, and it's because Facebook now owns Instagram. It's ever since Facebook has bought Instagram out, like that stuff slowly, it wasn't quick. I don't agree with that. I don't think that it was because Facebook owns Instagram. I think it's that it's just people that start posting, you know, that divisive content or, you know, whatever. If they're if they're on Facebook doing that stuff, they're bringing that into their other social media platforms now. But I will say one of the things that's it's sad to see is like since all of this, you know, TikTok ban stuff coming out. Now Instagram has Instagram reels and I'm starting to see the same like bullshit content come onto Instagram that I'm not looking for. And I'm like, why is this in my feed? I I, I don't give two shits about the stupid dance that you learned or some bit that you think is funny. That's just like cringe. It's like, get that out of my life. I don't want that. Yeah. Well, also the thing that um, this expert was saying was that the reason why like uh, people's, especially when it comes to politics, the reason why political opinions and political talk in such a intensified way happens much more online than it does in person is because in person we have this um, like natural thing that happens. That's a, it's a social check that like we naturally occur in our brains. So when we're in person with someone and we start talking about opinions or we start talking about politics or something that could be divisive, we have this social check that occurs where we read people's body language. Mm-hmm. We can read if someone is feeling a little uncomfortable. Well, maybe, some people can't though. Let's no, be honest. I, yeah. There's a lot of, actually, there's a lot of people that cannot read that, cannot pick that up. And it's like, read the room. Like, this is not going over well. 
Yes, there are absolutely people in this world who do not know how to pick up on social cues, who don't know how to read body language. And I would say that those are typically the people that are really, really intense online. And it's almost like they've been intense online for so long that they've lost the ability to like see humans in person. But the study was basically showing that, you know, online, you know, that these sites are basically, they protect us from like getting the stink eye from somebody. Right, and I doubt that she gave you the stink eye. That's just the way her face looks, you know, that's just her face. You know, it's like when you're in person and someone clearly doesn't agree with you, you kind of, you know, you can see them kind of giving you that stink eye, you know, and that's just like the terminology that they use. There's obviously other like body language cues, but um, so being online, being in front of screen, it creates a barrier between you and someone else who maybe sees something different than you. Um, and it protects you from being able to see that stink eye. Um, it also, you know, it confirms your beliefs and it completely blocks out other views that are different than you. And that would challenge you and would otherwise help you grow as a person. I think social media in general really just reinforces you know, the lack of accountability for other people's, you know, feelings and opinions. Yeah. Like you just say whatever you want and you don't have to worry if like that might be offensive to somebody else. You yeah. just blast it out there and it's yeah. like, well, if you don't like the content, you can write, you know, you Unfo- can, yeah, unfollow, yeah, unfollow me, block whatever. me or, you know, just not like it yeah. or, you know, you can leave a comment because I have a lot more to say. It's well, yeah, like- and, and here's the thing. I will say this, that there is a big difference between people who like take take someone who is like a really true activist for something. So if you're someone who is actively preaching out into the real world what you're putting online, then I'm all for that. Like, but if you're someone who is hiding behind a screen and not actually doing that work in person, then like that's where it's dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what's up? My name's XXX underscore wouldn't say it to your face 69 and I'm a keyboard warrior. You know, we both know someone who is a very, very huge activist for the LGBTQ community. And it's like that person is just as much as an activist online as they are in person. And this person also grew up very religious. And so they have a lot of really religious friends from before they came out. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like if if this person were to ever say like, hey, you don't like what I'm putting out because I'm putting it out all the time, then like you can respectfully unfollow. Like I support that because he is being his like most authentic self and he's not trying to like, you know, blast out opinions that he's not actually blasting out in real life. Like he is blasting out those opinions online, in person, everywhere he goes because this person's an activist for a good cause, you know, like and that's, that's kind of like you're like the exception to the rule, you know? Yeah. And I think who you're specifically talking about, the difference between their posts versus somebody else is like, usually he's trying to inform people with facts yeah. and not punch down on people. Definitely. Whereas like, typically when you see like on the other side of the spectrum, it's always people trying to bring others down. Yeah. And it's that's what I'm talking about, like this yeah. toxicity that's in yeah. some of these social media feeds and yeah. stuff. And it's just like, to me, it, it always just kind of almost falls back to like trolling. It's like, 
Like, what are you actually trying to get out of this mm-hmm. post? Are you trying to inform somebody to enlighten and bring people up to something? Yeah. Or are you just trying to troll and then, like, play to people's emotions and get people riled up? Well, so exactly on that point, I want to read just a little part from, you know, the study that I watched on YouTube. I have the article on, you know, on my phone because mm-hmm. they did obviously an article about it. And just this little part plays exactly into what you just said. So it says social media sites are built to cater to the base preference and desires of their users. They figure out what information people like, then they show them more of it. That's a great way to keep people online, but it also makes these platforms prime targets for con artists. People are naturally drawn to inflammatory and sensational news stories, regardless whether they're true. So bad actors, conspiracy theorists, trolls, and fake news writers have been tremendously successful in using these platforms to spread false and divisive content that exploits people's tribal instinct. Totally. And that's exactly like that's exactly what you just said is like that's the harm and that's the thing that people don't see and I want to specifically now kind of segue into the dangers of that and how it is affecting our older generations. We went to the Portland Public Library where seniors were learning how to log on to Facebook. Okay. Because what I am seeing, and this is something that I've obviously I've noticed with people who are close to me, but I've just seen it all across the board, you know, especially with Facebook. Facebook is, I think, it started out, like when we first got on, it started out as like a college thing. It was all college students and it was like a younger generation who was on Facebook. You know, it was a way to keep in contact with people, um, especially when you, you know, graduate college. It was a great way to like stay in touch with people that you knew. Um, That is how it started. Like I remember being on MySpace still at the time and all everyone on Facebook was older. And I remember like kind of ignoring it for a long time. I was like, no, like I I don't need to be on that. Like I loved MySpace. Um, And then finally, like that day came where like we made that switch, you know. Anyways, what I'm noticing is that a lot of older generations. So, you know, our parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, whatever, they got onto Facebook originally as a way to one stay hip with it, you know, you know, do what all the all the youngins, cool kids are doing. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. And then B to yeah reconnect with people, you know, that maybe they went to high school with, college with, you know, whatever. And that's how it started. Boy, is it different now. And the thing is, is that. Our parents' generation and our grandparents' generation are, they came into social media and really like the true use of what the internet is much later in life, obviously, than we did, right? They're coming in at like 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, where it's like we were coming on at like 13. Mm -hmm. So there's a big divide in that. And what I am seeing is that our older generation does not understand fake posts. They don't get fake news. They take any and everything that they see on social media, especially Facebook, at surface level as factual and true. And so when they see something that is this very inflammatory and sensational, you know, it's kind of this using that explosive language 
when they see something like that and it even though it's using such explosive language, if it remotely relates to something that they think they believe in or that they side with, they take it all at like surface value for being completely factual and true. And then they spread that shit. Well, yeah, it's always like polarizing opinions on things. You know, it's always outrageous stuff. It's like, I can't believe this. Like I, I need to spread this, you know, on my feed. So other people become aware. And it's like without any fact checking, without anything, it's just like, they can post a picture that's completely out of context yeah. and be like, somebody who's probably a Russian bot is like, you know, Bernie Sanders is throwing eggs at black people. And it's like, no, that yeah. that is not yeah. what that picture is. And yeah. you cannot just spread that false information. Well, and let's let's just bring a little bit of more context to this specifically. Um there I'm not gonna like get into who's who shared it or whatever, how whatever, but um, there was a post made on Facebook that was a picture of Bernie Sanders being arrested like back in like the 1960s mm. and the headline read Bernie Sanders arrested for throwing eggs at black people. No. And it's just like, <sighs> what the actual fuck? Yeah. Like anyone who, even if you are on the far right side and you don't like Bernie Sanders, anyone who can take a minute to like, do a little fact checking, learn a little bit more about someone that you in your head think is completely opposite of what you agree with. You could still do your due diligence to learn a little bit more. And if you took the time to do that, which takes seconds, you would learn that like Bernie Sanders was a huge activist for civil rights. Like it just, it blows my mind. And basically This post was made and it was shared by someone that I knew and I had to call that person up and set them straight. Like, and it blows my mind that I have to do that. Yeah. Like that is not okay. Well, that's why you need to never go on Facebook because every time you go on there, it ends really badly for you. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Um, So. But I was going to, I was trying to look on my phone really quick to see if I still had, um, but remember that that post that was like this really old looking picture of this man and the caption was like hey remember this guy like he um you know said that he created a vaccine for covid-19 like back in 2017 it was like how did he know and blah 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 oh by the way i just made this post up it's completely fake and it's like yeah like that exactly like that's exactly the issue is you know people can what what older generations don't realize is that anything can be made and anything can be made to look like it's a little bit older, like it's been surfaced around a few times, you know, like they just don't get that. And so they take everything they see full on yeah. face value as actual fact. Yeah. I can't put anything on the internet that isn't true. Social media is kind of dangerous. It's super dangerous. And here's the thing. I do need to delete my Facebook account because it really does go against everything that like I know in my head and in my heart that is like wrong with our world and social media. You need to delete it specifically just how it affects you. For sure. Instagram, again, like I said, is already kind of starting to head down that path, um, which really bums me out because I am such a visual person. I love creativeness. I love the aesthetics of things. Um, I love pictures. 
So I love Instagram for a lot of reasons. I love following like photographers that I really enjoy. Um, I'm a hairstylist, so I love following like other hairstylists and just seeing like their beautiful art and like their beautiful work that they create on, you know, heads of hair and, you know, barbers and, you know, all this stuff. And so that's what I love seeing. That stuff I like Instagram for because I'm able to follow pages that are able to help educate me on sources and things to watch, things to read. And that is, that's deemed good. Like that, that allows for good growth. But there is so much out there that is also on the opposite side that is just so poisonous and so dangerous. Like all these conspiracy theories and all this shit that is being thrown around. And here's the thing. When it comes to conspiracy theories and when it comes to really, really out there ideas, I'm not like opposed to all of them. Like there's things that I'm like, yeah, we can, there's things that we can think about. There's things that we can kind of challenge our mind about, do our due diligence, research it more. But there's so much out there that is being pushed so hard without actual factual evidence and that's what's so dangerous and that's what i'm seeing a lot of yeah and it's starting to have those similar effects on me as facebook it's like when i see these things like it just instantly either like upsets me depresses me infuriates me you know and it's just like not good for my psyche so i'm not off of instagram but i definitely have been trying to like be on it a lot less yeah well you know what i will say about instagram that still is which which makes it like a a a better platform than facebook is that you can still control like how much negativity you allow into your feed via instagram yeah um you know for the most part and we've talked about this i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast but you know you start seeing people you know make those toxic remarks or like are really pushing their opinion on something. Um, and they usually do it via their story where it's a temporary yeah. thing. Most yeah. people aren't blasting that like on their actual feed that stays there long term. Let's talk about that for a minute. I don't want to get too deep into it. Okay. Um, but with that, like you still have the ability if somebody is posting stuff that is more permanent that allows more toxic comments to be, you know, public Mm -hmm. you can you know mute that yeah you can unfollow that person yeah you cannot watch their stories if you know that they make those sort of remarks via their stories so you can still make instagram a positive place and surround yourself with posts that don't bring others down yeah and that's something that i feel like you don't really have the control over on facebook well you do on Facebook, you can block things you don't want to see. Sure, can- but just the idea of Facebook and what kind of content is posted, because Instagram's obviously pictures. That's the deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like all, if you go on a, a, a Facebook feed, there's a lot of just you know commentary that people mm-hmm. will blast out there. Here's my opinion. Bam, posted. Yeah. Or like here's some video posted. Like it's not like pictures of just normal stuff that people are posting. You know, on Instagram. So it it allows that you know, to be a, a much broader range of stuff that can be put on that feed. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of it is used in a negative way on on Facebook, where Instagram, because it's more specific to pictures and stuff, it's a lot easier to control what kind of content that you are letting into your feed. But, you know, I think that we kind of went down a rabbit hole on this and it kind of got a little heavy. So I think, you know, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and uh, 
we're gonna talk about some hot takes. All right, hot takes, hot cakes. Yeah. Um, shout out to While She's Napping, because I think we might try to do this a little more. Yeah. Where we give little pauses, because, you know, when we started this episode, we're like, all right, the topic that we're going to talk about is just like hot takes on certain opinions. And, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be lighthearted. We each wrote down a list of just some hot takes that we have on on pop culture things or whatever. It's going to be a fun episode. And then we kind of took a little bit of a turn. But I intended for that. Yes. I intended for my deeper dive. Sure. And I was originally going to do it at the end, but then we did it at the beginning. And I knew that you had a deeper dive. I just didn't really know, because obviously we don't share each other's notes, really, because we try to keep it authentic when we're recording. Yeah. I didn't know what you know, what route we were going to go down. Yeah. So I think adding a little break in there to kind of yeah. pause, we you, you had your reset. two cents, <laughs> reset and kind of get back on track, I think is a, it's a good way to go about doing it. Yeah. And uh, so if you make it to the end of this, this is where it's going to get fun, I yeah. think, or we're going to get more heated and yell at each other. No, Either I don't way. think so. <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's get into some hot takes. Do you just want to rattle them off just or do you want to go down the list or do you want to have some commentary well let's just one? let's just go down and if there is one specifically where you're like nah i have to like you know converse about this then we can do i that. think there's going to be some for sure yeah that you're not going to agree with but yeah you know just in case anybody listening out there doesn't really understand what we're oh, talking sure. about like what a hot take is it's just a quick like you know, polarizing opinion on on something, you yeah. know, whether you think something's overrated, underrated, whatever the case is, it's yeah. just like, you know, You'll my snap judgment on yeah. something. Yeah, so, yeah. snap um, judgment. That, that's a good, that's a good yeah. definition. And I'm all about just making snap judgments uh, on things yeah, because... he really is. Whatever. Babe is super judgmental and I'm constantly having to tell him to stop judging but that's okay. Hot take. Hot takes. Okay. Do you want to start? Are we just going to go one for one, like back and forth? Um, I mean, sure. Okay. You start. All right. Uh, fashion socks are not cool. Right. Agreed. Hot take. Hot take. Milk before cereal. No. <laughs> okay. No, God. No, God, please. No, no, no. So we're, we're going there. Um, wrong totally wrong you're a monster everybody (laughs) listening is gonna think you're a monster literally nobody puts milk first and then pours cereal on top of that i do that is the wrong way to eat cereal you're a monster if anyone out there agrees with me i have my reasons milk before cereal is so much better because your cereal you just do little bits of cereal at a time so your cereal never gets soggy and it stays cold and crisp but soaked in the milk all at the same time and you do a little bowl and then you eat it and then you do a little bowl and then you eat it and you just keep doing it until your milk is gone. You are a monster. Get out of here. That would have been a deal breaker for me Get if I had known here. that. Next hot take. Uh, white claws are not the superior hard seltzer. Agreed. Overrated. Hot take. Hot take. What, what, what do you like so far the best? Um, you know what? I appreciate the quantity of hard <laughs> seltzer that I get in a Bud Light hard seltzer for the same price. Well, that's specifically a big can. I think that they tastes, have they have smaller, they have like regular yeah, size but cans. I, I think that 
for the taste, yeah. I can it tastes just as good yeah. as a white claw, yeah. and I get double of it for the same price. Yeah, pretty much. So I ain't mad about Bud Light hard seltzer. Bud Light seltzer, unquestionably good. Right. But is that like legitimately your favorite one, like as far as taste and I don't know. Okay. Uh cut up hot dogs and mac and cheese is legit. Yeah. Hot take. Um, I'm I'm good. Okay. Uh, 65 in the slow lane is better than 85 in the fast lane. Mm. Hot take. 85? What about like 80? I think that... Hot take. Yeah, whatever. Uh, zero sodas are the shit. That's a fact. Yeah. That's not even a hot take. That's just factual. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, drums are better than flats. Oh, Shout out to while she's napping again, round two. Nah, babe, flats are way better. No, I, they're not. Okay, well, flats are better, so hot take. Uh, Google over Alexa. That is so funny because I wrote Google Assistant is better than Alexa. Oh, yeah, see? So we agree on that. Hot take. Yeah. Was that your next one? <laughs> well, I was agreeing, so you can just go. Oh, okay, um... King size beds are better than Cal King. Yeah, hundred percent. Like thousand. Like, why do I need a longer I mean, bed? Unless you are seven feet tall, sure, go go Cal King. But like any normal sized human, standard King, Euro King, all the way. Yeah, I want to get as far away as from, possible. Yeah, from I like you. the starfish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pineapple does not belong on pizza. Um, I legit have uh, Hawaiian pizza is the shit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> gross oh it's so good it's so fucking good you literally have never had hawaiian pizza so you don't get to have that opinion that is not true when was the last time you tried a hawaiian slice of pizza that's not what this is about (laughs) okay uh i said gum is gross still you still think that (laughs) that's with a g right gum yeah not with a c (laughs) so i want to clarify both are gross, let's be honest. Cum is gross. Let's Come. be honest. Uh, the Dark Knight isn't aging as well as I wanted it to. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I'll okay. Take. I said, fuck luxury cars. I'd rather have the luxury version of a modest car. Like, I, if, like, if, if I had the ability, it was like, hey, you could have whatever car in the world you want. As much as I love the aesthetics of Mercedes, I think every Mercedes I've, like, ever seen is fucking beautiful car i would never practically want that i would much rather have like the highest luxurious end of a kia okay hot take sure hot take. um watching movies at home is better than watching in the theater oh yeah absolutely eh, yeah. sometimes unless you're like at the lot i like the lot yeah it's not worth the price though yeah uh i said sunny california isn't the shit Everyone thinks sunny California is like the best place to live. I argue there's probably a lot better places. Probably. 100%. Mm. Netflix is overrated. Uh, yeah. Amen. Can we talk about that really quick? Because a lot of people probably don't realize this. And the next time they go to watch Netflix, they probably will re- realize it. So I'm going to shatter some glass. Okay. Well, you better keep it at 30 seconds. Netflix's quality is fucking shit. Yeah. Because they compress everything. Yep. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Breaking Bad was good, but not the best show of all time. I feel very foolish. 
Okay. We just finished it. Not bad. Sorry. Uh, paying 10 cents for a plastic bag at the grocery store mm-hmm. does nothing for the environment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frozen was not a good movie. I agree. <laughs> Taco Bell is delicious. Yeah. Hot take. Shout out to Callie and Devin. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Um, all birds really are the most comfortable shoe in the world. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, cats will never be better than dogs. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Jack in the box tacos are the fucking best. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Wrong. Uh, anyone who knows knows. All right. The last time you ate them, did you not throw up? <laughs> Case closed. Yes, I threw up, but the, I also had a lot to drink. It was our wedding day night. That's so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> your turn. Oh. Um, how I Met Your Mother, Better Than Friends. Oh. Mm, well. It's basically the same story. But they literally, like, there's a lot of things that How I Met Your Mother legit ripped off of Friends. Yeah, I think they did it better. Okay. I'll take. You guys help me out with the harmonies? Sure. Hell no. Hell no. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do be- anything better than you. Hot take. That's not a hot take. That's just you being an asshole. Oh, that's all I have. Um, I've got two more. All right. Um, OLED or GTFO? Oh, totally. Yeah. And then... Uh, and don't, don't hit me with no QLED. Yeah. Get, get the fuck out of here. Come on, Samsung. Um, and the, the last thing I did that is going to be really divisive to you mm. and hopefully to everybody else mm. who's listening, if they remember back with this, but I said, it was black and blue, not white and gold. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I disagree. It was white and gold, but it whatever. For those who have no idea what we're talking about, we're talking about the viral picture of the dress that everybody either was on team black and blue or team white and gold. It was clearly black and blue. I feel like I need to like look this picture up again. We've, well, we disagree on it, but I've put it through, you know, Photoshop, color picker. You pick the color on the picture. It's clearly blue and it's clearly black. There's no, no way it's not. it would oh be my. white okay. or gold. Okay, lighting has everything to do with how a picture presents itself. I have to deal with this constantly as a hairstylist. Constantly. Plus, you now have the age of filters and all this bullshit. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I'm going to knock you right off that soapbox because it's actually a fact that it was black and blue because the person who posted that showed the actual dress and it is a actually blue and black dress. So the lighting made it look wrong. In some people's eyes, no. but in my eyes, which are clearly better than yours, no. showed that the dress was actually black and blue. When you look at these pictures, you can tell that the lighting is shifted to make this look black and blue. Like, if you were to take that on a picker, those would absolutely come up as blue and black tones. Absolutely. You take this on a picker, those are going to come up as blue and black tones. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, no. But at the end of the day, the dress was still black and blue. The dress was not a white and gold dress, so case closed. Hot take. It doesn't matter. You cannot physically, even if the, look, oh, okay. oh, look, oh, oh, look, it also comes in white and gold. We're not doing this right now. I can't. 
here's the thing. Regardless of what color the dress actually was, you cannot look at the picture and say those colors are legitimately black and blue. They were legitimately white and gold. So whether it was filtering, whether the light was shifted, doesn't matter. No. Baby, I could take a picture of your dark green. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I can take a picture of your dark gray shirt right now. Take a picture of it. Put it through a photo editor. Brighten it up. Like like over expose it and make it look like a white shirt but the but the color in the picture would be white it would not be gray doesn't matter the majority of people i can't I'm said done. that it was black and blue case closed agree to disagree but we all know what it actually was okay well then you're not agreeing to disagree i get so riled up about this this is we're gonna have to do a poll yeah we're also going to have to do a poll to show how much of a monster you are. Nobody puts milk first. Nobody wants a bowl of milk with a little cereal on top. That's not a thing. People want a bowl of cereal with milk. <laughs> Hot take. That's all we really got. That's all we got today, guys. Thanks for listening. This was probably a long one or a short one. I don't know. It depends how I edit it. Yeah. <laughs> you tell us if you think yeah. it was long. Tell us that it was long if you yeah. think it wasn't long enough. Well, because here's the thing I will say the deal breakers episode. You say a lot of things. Oh, God. I will say this I know that the deal breaker episode was kind of long. People like that, though. What, did people like it? It's got, it's got a decent amount of listens. Oh, all right. 10. Well, got 10 listens. Oh, wow. <laughs> thanks Maybe. to all 10 of you. Thanks, guys. Uh, well, thanks again for joining us today, um, whatever day it is that you're listening, whatever time it is. Good morning, good evening, and good night. Hey, we're always looking for friends. Um, if you want to contact us about anything, whether you listened, you liked it, you didn't like it, or you just want to make connections, um, hit us up on on the IG. Uh, that's where we're really the only place we're really active. So hit us up on Instagram. We MySpace do... with you podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, if they're listening, they probably know that. Well, just in case. Um we don't really check our email very often, so probably don't send anything there. Just just hit us up in the DMs. Um, tell us why you love TikTok. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining. Um, we really appreciate your presence. If you are, are if you <laughs> are a continued listener, thank you so much for coming back and listening. Um, we really we really appreciate it. Your continual listening keeps us what? encouraged. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you listen on Apple, uh, give us give us a rating. Uh, write us a review. Please. That Please really uh, keeps us motivated to keep recording new episodes. Yes. Gives us feedback. Because um, right now it's like we're talking to an empty audience and yeah. you never know what people are thinking. So, yeah. uh, you know, we're here regardless. We'll probably keep doing this for yeah. as long as we can. Yeah. As long as it's fun for us. Yeah. Let us know if it's fun for you, too. We enjoy hearing that. Um, until next time, this was the MySpace with you podcast. Thanks for listening.